0: from WebTech 2021 in Chicago. I'm Amanda Holloway, host of Solving Water Asylum podcast. And whether you're a longtime listener or new to the podcast, I'd like to welcome you to this special series about wastewater technology, management, and infrastructure. I'm excited to be back here, and I've got a great roster of guests lined up for you, covering topics ranging from advancements in treatment technology to how the industry is adjusting to the new norm of ongoing natural disasters and weather events. Enjoy the show. Amanda Holloway here, live from Weftech 2021, day two. Um, Joe Vizi is here with me, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer for Xylem. Great to see you again. A little bit different than our first podcast recording.
1: Indeed. I don't have uh, car sickness, I think was <laughs> the last time I was... Uh, We were, you know, uh, I think going to the airport in Virginia and, uh, you know, could have had a little car sickness as I was thinking through different, you know, pieces, uh, you know, in the van down by the river, as I sometimes call that episode. Uh, (laughs) But that was a fun time. So it's great to be back with you guys. It's
0: one of our highest listened to pod episodes, too. So that's nice. Cool. Love it. Okay. So lots of things have changed since then. And (laughs) we've been changing right along with it, right? You know, I mean, that's maybe the biggest understatement of, of the year, but, um, you know, COVID has changed the way the world interacts, which has really an especially big impact on the way businesses and customers interact. Can you talk about the work you're leading to advance the customer experience at Xylem?
1: Yeah. And that, I mean, that, uh, I think that was literally my, my last trip. Uh, before COVID set in. Was
0: in that van. Was in that
1: van. I think that I might have had one. I just can't remember if I had one other, but it was right there. And then obviously the world changed. And um, I think, you know, to your question around how is Xylem engaging differently with customers? You know, I think the first thing is, is empathy. If we haven't, if the world hasn't learned empathy to truly walk in someone else's, to understand their needs, Uh, And these are now, I'm talking broader needs, right? Broader around, you know, core, you you know, problem, solution for what, but what else is going on in your life that we should or can't ask about and help with? But the curiosity and empathy of caring for someone, I think that is, I hope everyone has that, number one. I hope, too, at Xylem, we've tried to demonstrate that in terms of caring for employees and communities and things like that. And I hope that it translates into caring for customers in a new way. And there are a lot of terrible things, I think, that, you know, the COVID lasts almost two years now. But at times, during the worst of times, some positive things can happen. You go back through history, you see a lot of this, right? And if the world can be a bit more caring, can slow down a little bit, you know, if I bring it back into design to your question, if we can learn to be better listeners to our colleagues inside the company, to be better listeners to our customers, and to do something about the experience that they're having then I think that's one step towards getting better. It won't be perfect, but it'll be, it'll be getting better. So I think that's that's a big piece. The other thing during COVID is, um, you know, really understanding, I would say, a customer's total challenge. We saw a lot of different challenges. And one of the things I think that was an accelerator inside the company is we were sharing a lot of the ways that we were helping from China to Italy, Italy to parts of France, we told stories during the pandemic, which we're still in, we haven't left the pandemic. You know, a year ago, we were telling stories around you know how our solutions were helping different communities, and I think that brought us together. And I think if we come together and we holistically think about the customer, then the customer is going to benefit from an experience point of view. I think the experience economy or the experience you know, third dimension, if you will, around product and technologies and sort of the experience. I think experience is gonna be where the future, if you will, battles will be won in terms of customer loyalty. It'll come down to experience. Product life cycles are getting way compressed. So the differentiator is gonna be experience. And I think there's some pieces to your question from the pandemic that hopefully companies can take in to better care for their customers.
0: Talk to me a little bit about digital transformation and how that plays into this this customer experience that we're trying to build and elevate within Xylem.
1: Yeah, So, you know, digital is a big deal in why it's a big deal. Just generally speaking, I mean, you know, a lot of industries are going through a digital transformation or a digital um, uh, challenge and and even an opportunity. Um, when it comes to Xylem, you know, we have a big dedication towards digital, but it's not digital for the sake of digital, it's digital for the sake of trying to add value to a customer. You know, at the end of the day, what are we trying to do? What problem are we solving? And for me, digital is going to be a natural um, manifestation uh, or manifestation around how products differentiate, and it'll be on, if you like, more of a digital vector or a digital angle, um, but, it, you know, it's You know, I I hope and it almost is pervasive throughout the company. I mean, today about a third of our revenue is is comes back to a digital orientation. The next several years, about 50 percent of the revenue will be um, tagged against being a smart, connected product. But I think, again, I come back to what problem are we solving and what's the best way to solve that problem? And, you know, usually some element of smart, connected data is going to be is going to be there and then once you're there of course you have more predictable outcomes you typically have lower cost and you can give cost, if it's a predictable outcome you can change how you sell in terms of you know opex to capex we always sell a product that goes into more capex you buy it well perhaps i give all the product away and go to a business model that says it's more about opex because i'm creating value for you through a digital orientation. We can measure the value. I can share in that value creation for, with the customer. So I think there's going to be better experiences that digital unleashes, and it's going to be, you know, I think lower cost, and it's going to be more predictable outcomes, and that's good for customers. That's why we're pursuing it. It's again what's the challenge the customers looking for what outcome are they are they trying to achieve and how can we get there and it just so happens in today's world you're likely to cross a digital bridge to help them get there as opposed to a you know a non-digital bridge you know in order to create value
0: so what kind of projects are you working on right now i know um I definitely want to ask you about Watermark and some of our critical partnerships that we have with Man City, for example. So we'll get to that. But other um, efforts that you're leading in, in the business right now that are really coming out of this pandemic as solutions. Well, I
1: think, you know, the entire leadership team has a stake around we just um, externally launched Xylon View, which is our brand that really houses all of our digital offerings in the company. Uh, and in a better way presents it to the customer. Customers want simplicity, they want easy. Oh, we all want easy, right? And they're like, where's that pound easy button, right? We all want easy. And, and customers in, at Weftech here have talked about it, right? They want to you know, understand the challenge they have, but they want to predictably and easily solve it. And so when you think about that, First, our, you know, customers will go on a journey to discover what are some opportunities for the challenges they have. So through the discovery of what's out there that might help me, we need to make it easy for them in that area, which is more around digital marketing. It's more about, in our case, having multiple sites because most customers will go to a site or website online and they'll learn about technologies or choices for the challenges they have. And that learning process needs to be easy. And so we need to redesign our site. It's a big project we have going on right now to redesign our website for a very simple experience. And next step in the journey is likely to, if you will, better learn about a product through a selection and configure um, technology or, or, or offering or software package. We have many of those today. So we have another big project that's kicked off to simplify that. We want to have that selection and configure of our offerings embedded in our new Xylem redesign site. So that's a big piece and it's all about the experience that we want to improve on. The second piece is hopefully as they discover new opportunities for the challenges they have a technology from Xylem, um, when it's in place, it's operating back to a predictable way. There's, It can predict when you're likely to have a challenge or likely to have a different outcome than you otherwise want. So I think the experience of using the product should be enhanced, and we see that today. I mean, South Bend, Indiana is always the case study we talk about. There's lots of case studies out there where in South Bend's case, they are getting better environmental impact. Let's start with where we should start, right? The St. Joe River was overly polluted. When you look at the consent decree that the uh, EPA put out there, which would have cost around $700 million. And then you look at, as they would have deployed the $700 million, how might the St. Joe River have recovered? When you look at what did happen, which is deploying 40% of the cost on digital solutions, the St. Joe River has actually accelerated in its recovery. and You're getting better environmental outcomes. You're getting better economic outcomes. And now the EPA, as of a month ago, sort of put on their approved list these digital technologies. So when they put a consent decree out, they say, look, you know, you need to put this technology out there. They go to their list of approved technologies, which is mostly old school gray technology. And now they're adding to the list new age technology, which is good for those communities. It's better for the environment, right? It's a great place to be. So better outcomes, cheaper. We like that when it comes to the experience of using the product at the same time.
0: Yeah, I I mean, just several interviews that I've done and over Weftech have hit on some of those exact points, right? We want to make it easier, uh, simplify the experience, but also just just the ability to achieve those goals and and do things better than you did before. Instead of just replacing existing, it's what what can we do that's forward-looking that's gonna make a bigger impact down the road.
1: Totally. Well, again, and it also ties to sustainability. I mean, we measure ourselves, not only against our own footprint, but the footprint that our customers want to achieve. In this case, our customers want to pollute the environment in a lesser way, right? Let's help them do that. Let's make, actually, let's try to make it zero, right? No pollution in the environment. So how can we help them do that? And we measure ourselves against that. We measure ourselves for the amount of recycled water our customers are using. We measure ourselves on the amount of pollution prevention that we can put out. We measure ourselves on carbon or energy efficiency that customers are putting out as a result of using our product. So I like I like that bar. I like that high bar for sustainability when it's outside the four walls of Xylem. That's, that's good for everybody. It's good for us. It's good for customers, it's good for the environment, right? High bars help people get better. So I think that's, um, and it's, you know, you're getting exponential curves when it comes to impact and performance, right? Digital gives you exponential curves on performance. And that's, um, you know, that that's, you know, we're at a great time. That's why, you know, we have a, a, a phrase on, it's the opportunity of a lifetime. It really is to get after these uh, challenges that otherwise were, wow, too expensive. I can't get after. Well, of course you can. It's maybe half the cost you thought it was and you're going to get faster environmental impact. So we should we should do something about that.
0: Well, how has the show been for you so far? Like what, what have you been hearing? Are you talking to customers and I'm guessing busy meeting with folks? Any kind of interesting insights that have popped up?
1: Yeah. You know, I would say, well, it's a little, um, I mean, the big, you know, the big sort of obviously when you walk in, it's a little smaller right than normal. Right. I mean, WebTech is usually a a good size show. And but I'll say this, that, you know, the people who are here matter, they're here because they have real challenges and they want to get after real solutions. You know, during a normal WebTech, you might have a lot of window shopping or sort of early, you know, which is still important. We want to serve everyone on the journey that they're on but you know you really want to ensure that you're dialed into the folks who really need to kind of get their hands on technology or on a pilot or whatever it is because they've got to do something like in the next couple months to put it in the ground to see how it works and you want to make sure that that happens the best way it can for them so and that's who's here so that's kind of the glass half full on a smaller volume but better quality, I think is one 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 uh, takeaway. I love our presence, I love what we're doing here. So we're trying to be inclusive, not everyone can can make it to WebTech this year. And so um, I love this streaming from the uh, from the booth. You know, kind of like this uh, podcast here. I mean, the world is moving to more streaming and even B2B companies will be streaming more content. I'm a big fan of Salesforce and watching what Salesforce has done. Salesforce launches kind of Salesforce Plus, which is a streaming service that they have. And we're doing that here. We're doing a a streaming service. Xylem Plus is happening now, which is in our booth. And um, what I love about it, it's live. I love people want live, right? So I love that we've got a great presenter. We've got a small audience there we've got people who are tuned in online we're hearing us on the big screen in there we're hearing the start of the challenge or the te- whatever the offering might be that we're reviewing we then kind of go to an on-site location live and that's on the screen and and that location goes through their storytelling of what's happening there then you get this dimension where the uh, person in our booth is talking live to the person you know, on site. I love that interaction, which is really cool and unique. And then on top of that, folks online who are watching can submit questions real time and have them answered on the spot, right? So that is like a streaming service right there. We just don't have a uh, subscription-based service yet. Maybe we should, Um, but I love what we're doing in the booth. And I give a ton of credit to uh, the Weftech uh, marketing team that we have who put that together, really great stuff and customers here you know are are engaging they have some tough challenges given back to the covid conditions but they're optimistic that solutions are out there and we're here to help
0: that's great shifting gears a little bit wanted to talk about corporate social responsibility and the work that you lead as part of your team with watermark and then like i said these these partnerships that have really become Central to our ability to make an impact in the world, so that's the Man City Football Club. That's Water Boys, for example. Can, can you kind of give our listeners an overview of what's been going on there recently?
1: Yeah, well, you know, um, and I love working with Claudia Tussan on this as well. So Claudia is a great partner uh, when it comes to sustainability and the and the whole team. You know, I would say the first piece is. You know, we approach sustainability or kind of corporate social responsibility through Watermark in a similar way to the tagline, and our tagline is "Let's solve water." So let's all of us solve. So we have a partnering approach. It's not a, you know, we're in it for just ourselves to figure this out by our, you know, by ourselves on our own. You know, we really believe in collaboration and partnering. And when you think about how we create social value, we do it the same way. So we've got a lot of NGO partners and the the change in strategy that we've had there is we've tried to um, have uh, uh, partners that help us scale more so we went to bigger partners Uh, so you see with uh, engineers without borders as an example great partnership big organization and and we have our traditional partners like planet water earth echo they're fantastic and we we build a hundred towers a year it serves a thousand people each tower serves the Uh, provides water for a thousand people in that area. So we're continuing the partnership piece when it comes to corporate social responsibility. A few years ago we shifted again and it was more about employee engagement and this is the ability to live the mission of a company which is to solve water. I've had a lot of conversations maybe with someone in finance or someone maybe in customer service who said to me, you know, I thought I joined a water company and I could be a part of water solutions in my community, but I'm here working a spreadsheet in front of my computer every day. And, you know, Watermark is about getting that person out of the office, living the mission, and educating people on water or planting trees for stopping runoff or building water, or whatever it might be in their community. So it's about, allowing our employees to live the mission of the company, which is what we're all here to do. It's this, that's that shared purpose and value that we have. You know, that's, that's Watermark in a nutshell. And I would say, you know, the pandemic, you know, obviously threw everyone for a challenge. And for us, it was pivoting from, you know, in-person events to virtual events, which we've done a nice job on. And now we'll do both. We'll live in a hybrid world is what I believe. So we'll be in face-to-face onsite. But we'll also be in some degree of streaming that we talked about or some degree of virtual. And I think it's it's finding ways to live in a hybrid world and work in a different way to create more value than you did otherwise. Um, And some of that's still ahead of us. We haven't figured it all out, um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. But at the end of the day, look, Watermark, corporate social response, it's it's important to the company. We talk about economic value and social value to do both at the same time. And Watermark and our employee engagement and stakeholder engagement. Now we measure ourselves on stakeholder engagement is always going to be front and center for who we are and what we do. That's
0: fantastic. So um, just a couple more questions for you. Do anything rise to the top of your list as we look to next year? And in terms of what I mean, you mentioned the, the web project. So I know that those are key critical projects for the business, but anything else that you're working on or you will be working on in the coming year that you want to touch on?
1: Yeah, I'd say a couple of things. You know, customer experience is a big deal, so um, the experience they have online through web and other means is, is big. The second thing is, you know, Uh, from a marketing point of view. So I'll I'll talk at a marketing and maybe at an enterprise. From a marketing point of view, we will live in uh, a world of uh, cookie Armageddon, as I call it, where online you've got third party cookies that as you surf, surf different sites, you will acquire cookies and then essentially folks can take your information online and what any entity or site knows about you and can sort of sell to third parties. And you approach different media outlets by, you know, I'm looking for a thousand or ten thousand people that look like A B and C and they'll they'll serve you A B and C context and whatever way. Well that's all going away that's all going away so third-party cookie armageddon is happening Apple put it out through their apps Google will, will adopt it I think they pushed it out I think it's somewhere in like mid to late 2023 they'll adopt it so that's going away so the game will be won by knowing your primary first party primary audience and for us that goes into understanding as customers are engaging with us we need to understand the 360 of how they engage and so we've got to have data about our customer interactions in one spot. So as sales and marketing people, we look at, say, Joe VC, And if Joe was online looking at treatment technologies and maybe even testing technologies that kind of go together. And as I went to a seminar for one or I reacted to an ad online, all that is in one of these what we call a customer data platform. And so we need to have it. So we need to have simple data about our customer because we've got to grow our customer audience. We can't rely on third parties to kind of get there because that game is over. So I think that's a big deal that will be important for us. I think we need to uh, simplify some of our messaging and branding. At times we have, you know, I would say a lot of entities talking to a customer. And that can be confusing, right? That can be confusing. So we need to be thoughtful about how we again simplify the experience on messaging and uh, and areas of branding and you know i think within the company the big opportunity is leveraging the collective wisdom at least in this case, within marketing, I'd say across the company within marketing. So we are adopting agile and other work platforms. So if you're a marketer in Australia and you're running a great campaign in Australia, that might be applicable to say South Africa or might be applicable to Chile when it comes to mining or other customers that we might be serving. So enabling our marketing uh, teams to better collaborate or work in the same environment is is a big deal. Uh, if I were to elevate out of marketing and get into the company, I'd come back to, xylem view and ensuring that we simplify and drive i would say how our technologies talk to one another that's a big project that we have going on in in technology and that's going to be you know our technology needs to work with all technologies but it needs to work best with xylem is sort of how i think about it and and that's a big deal so uh, making it easy for customers to understand and learn about those technologies but again have them work, it just works kind of thing, right? A little bit like uh, a play to Apple. It just works. So if I open up my AirPod, my phone will pick them up and it just connects, right? But my AirPods will work with other things, but it works best with, with the phone. And that's the vision that we have with, um, with the different technologies across the company. And so we all have a role uh, to play in making that simple and making those connections across the company happen. Those are some of the big things in my mind.
0: I mean, so you've got nothing going on, really. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs>
1: it's a simple, uh, kind of, you know, it's a boring life that we have in front of us. Right. It's uh, yeah. Well, it's great stuff. Exciting yeah, stuff.
0: absolutely. I really appreciate your perspective and your leadership. So I started this early this year. I started asking all of our Solving Water guests the same question at the end of the show. Um, so I don't think you answered this in the van, so I don't think okay. I had it there. Okay. So um, and that question is what's the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far?
1: I would say I don't know if it's learning but more appreciating that you know water water is running through so many communities, businesses, people's lives. And I have gone to appreciate when you respect and value water There are many beneficiaries of that, and I would say that's kind of a, you know, a bit of an aha moment for me. We go back to the St. Joe River, you know, when that was a polluted river, right, nothing was happening in and around that river. When the river has been cleaned up now, you've got communities that are spawning around the river, businesses are coming back to the river. You know, we were doing something with, uh, in India, on the Ganges River, and we brought a whole bunch of folks from the U.S., and the UK and other things into uh, a pitch. uh, I guess it was in January. And one of the things as they're trying to clean up the Ganges River, big waterway, right? As they're trying to clean up the Ganges River, they also have noticed that in areas that have been revived, you see relationships better. You see, you know, marriages. You see less divorce in some cases. You see thriving businesses. So, so many beneficiaries when you can get after a waterway and respect it and, and put it where it needs to be a lot, a lot of folks benefit. So that's one appreci- And I've seen that in other areas as well when I look at recycled water um, in different in different places like this. So I'd say it's the appreciation of the, the holistic impact that water has on a community has been something that I've just appreciated more these last couple of years.
0: Great. Well, what a great answer. Wonderful to talk to you again. Thanks for coming by at Weftech. Have a great rest of the show and um, we'll see you again soon.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Many thanks to our listeners for tuning in today. I hope you'll come back and join us for the next episode in the 2021 Weftech series. More information can be found at the link in today's show notes and please contact me at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or via LinkedIn with questions, feedback, or to be a guest on Solving Water.